Patriots beat themselves against the Ravens. Mac Jones gets hurt, and Bill Belichick goes day by day. The Patriots get set for the Packers on Sunday. This is the press pass. I am Chris Ryan. So Mac Jones' ankle its the biggest topic of conversation in New England sports this week. Will he or won't he play? Jones trying to get himself in position to be able to play Sunday. That still seems somewhat unlikely given the nature of the injury. Jones injured on a hit by Calais Campbell, ending the Patriots game against the Ravens with a horrific injury and a third interception on the day. Here's what Mac Jones had to say early this week on the injury. Hey, Mac, just kind of along those lines, is there an intent to be ready to to play this week? Like, is that your your goal at this point? Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, just taking it day by day and uh, see how I feel and um, do my treatment and kind of just go through that. And um, like I always do, just focus on today. And then t- when tomorrow comes, focus on tomorrow. But um, definitely any updates, like I said, you can talk to coach about. And just on the game for a second, a lot of the guys were – you know, frustrated with the number of the plays they left out there, you know, on the field. What was your process in watching the game, and how did how did you see uh, how things you know developed both in the game and, and in watching on film? Yeah, I thought there were um, a bunch of really good plays and some not so good plays. So, I'm um, just trying to figure out, you know, how we can play better and and do better as players. So, definitely on the same page there. I think we did a lot of good things, but obviously didn't win. So, it doesn't doesn't count, so we, we want to win and, and do things better. Here's Calais Campbell on the hit. Oh, I mean, you know, I mean, games on the line, fourth quarter, you know, they're, they're uh, making a couple plays, kind of move the ball, and, you know, just some, you know, full court, you know, uh, pass rush mentality. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, it's just trying to, you know, get pressure on them, hit them, make them uncomfortable, and make them throw, uh, you know, uh, an interception, you know, and I think that was, you know, I mean, just, you know, just a good football play. Um, you know, I hate to see him get hurt. Though. That's the worst part of this game. You know, you never want to see the guys get get hurt. I hope he's okay. I think, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you never know. You got to wait till see the doctor say. But I'm, I'm hoping that he's okay and be back on the field, you know, next week hopefully. What were your impressions of him and this Patriots offense the whole after watching him on tape for a week and in the game? You know, they're tough. You know, they made a lot of plays. You know, having their best receiver, you know, uh, not, not suit up, and I mean, not missing a beat. You know, making big plays. You know. Uh, I mean, you know, they're, they're a tough team. You know, they're going to fight. They're going to scrap them. I mean, the, the Patriots' ways, they're not going to beat themselves. You know, you, you have to beat them to win the ball game. And so, um, you know, I have a lot of respect for that team. You know, it's a tough place to play football and win. And, uh, you know, just, I mean, every time, you get, every time you get one, you cherish it because this is a really tough place to play football and win. Bill Belichick gave a legendary performance in the middle of the week during his press conference. Saw Mac a little while ago. Um, definitely getting better. Probably won't practice today, but made a lot of progress here in the last, whatever, 48 hours. Uh, so keep plugging away and, and uh, take that day by day, see how it goes. Just take it day by day. We, we're not really doing anything differently. Day by day, Phil. Day by day. That's the plan. Day by day. Day by day is getting better. See how it goes. Day by day. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Day by day. What do I look like? A doctor? An orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. Talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff say to you? Day by day. Well, evaluate him. Dave. I mean, what difference does it make to me? What do you, do you think I'm going to read the MRI? 
that's not my job. So. But it's theirs, and they, they talk to you about it, right? Yeah, it's day by day. It's getting better day by day. Day by day, day by day. Talked with Bill as well about the Ravens game. Hi, Bill. Um, just kind of along the lines of you know, ball security and uh, the interceptions, were there any common threads that you, you know, did see both in terms of ball security and also on the on the interceptions? No, we, just, we have to do a better job taking care of the ball. That's, that's all of us. Um, coaches, all the players – guys that handle the ball, some of the guys that don't handle the ball, that's been, they've also had turnovers on that too. Um, so we just have to do a better job of it. We emphasize it a lot, but uh, obviously we're not getting it done. So that's, you know, we're all accountable for that. And what do you think changed in the second half in regard to getting pressure on Lamar? It felt like, you know, the pocket was condensing around him a lot in the first half, but they were, they were able to obviously get a little more time, a little more flexibility in the second. Well, they had a lot to do with the success they had in the running game. And finally on Dietrich, on uh, a positive note, um, just your thoughts on his development and what you've seen from him in the first three games. Yeah, uh, he's had a good, I mean, he, he's had several good years for us. Um, and he's had a good training camp and he's been a consistent player. Um, Really all year, you know, multiple years. Let's get into the Packers now. Starting the defensive side of the football. Patriots have a big challenge when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I talked with Gerard Mayo, who is the de facto co-defensive coordinator along with Steve Belichick. Hey, Gerard, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? Good. Um, Along those lines with Aaron Rodgers, what type of a quarterback, in your view, is the most difficult one to you know, prepare for? Is it a Rodgers, you know, Josh Allen type? Obviously, Lamar Jackson could do things people haven't you know, seen before. What, in your view, is you know, the most difficult quarterback to try to prepare for? Uh, you know, I think they all pose, you know, challenges in of themselves. And then it's also, you know, it's, it's oftentimes easy to focus on the quarterback, but there are also a bunch of players around those guys who are, you know, they also oftentimes have weapons uh, there are dangers at different spots, whether it's a, a great tight end like we played last week or, you know, even this week we have, you know, you know, Rogers has some good tight ends, some good receivers, some great weapons. I would say they all they all pose a threat. Um, anytime you go against a guy like Rogers with a quick release like that, where there's always there always seems to be two plays going on at the same time. It's always difficult. At the same time, anytime you go against a quarterback that's as agile and as um, athletic as a Lamar Jackson can also throw the ball, you know, he's like a triple threat as well. So it's always a problem. There's been questions about kind of the chemistry with the, the Packers, you know, core and Rogers at this point. And obviously, you know, that's something that develops over time for you as a defense perspective, you obviously want to make him uncomfortable. How do you go about doing that when, you know, the chemistry may not be there with Rogers and his, his receivers, his core at this point? I would say with any quarterback, um, you always try to make them feel uncomfortable. You always try to make them uh, get off the spot. And so, you know, especially with a guy like Rodgers, who is very accurate in all of his throws, rarely throws interceptions. Uh, He's okay taking a sack. You know, he doesn't want to make those mistakes. But he's one of those guys that, you know, when he's in rhythm, he's outstanding. And he can make all the throws even when he's 
not in rhythm. So, yeah, he's definitely a problem. And, and once again, I think you hit it on the head. You know, they haven't played together long enough uh, to really build that chemistry. I think everyone across the league is still trying to figure out uh, who they are. Speaking of Steve Belichick, here he is. Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Um, just coming off the Ravens game, I wanted to ask you about uh, goal line defense in that game and kind of more generally throughout the course of these first three games. You know, what, what you've seen, what needs to uh, improve uh, in that aspect of the game? Yeah, a lot of things to, to improve, that being one of them. But um, three games into the season, like I said, we got a lot to – to work on and get better at, um, you know, starts with the coaches getting the players ready to go. So uh, we'll keep working at all that stuff as we move forward. Jonathan Jones, top ranked cornerback at this point in the league again, three games into it. But what does he bring? How has he improved through the years? And you know, do you see him in that role as being kind of an underrated shutdown type cornerback? Uh, yeah, you know, I've been with, with Jay Jones for a while. Um, multiple years and you know I've said it before um, and I continue to feel the same way if not stronger that you know that guy is um, is such a tough football player he's such a good football player Um, he does so many things well Um, he's tough as nails and you know he he'll do anything that the team needs him to do and I really appreciate that about him Um, you know losing him last year was was a tough blow for our entire defense and um i can't can't stress enough how how important of a piece he is um no matter what he's doing out there on the field um he's tough he's physical he's aggressive he's fast he's smart he's instinctive he's just a really good football player i've been saying that for a long time so um i love jay jones everything he brings to our team and as a friend Sorry, and final thing um, on Rodgers. Obviously, each quarterback presents a unique challenge, and certainly Lamar Jackson did that. But is is it most difficult to prepare for a guy like Rodgers or Josh Allen and their ability to you know extend plays, but also to do so with you know, a plus arm that has that type? Of Actually, are those quarterbacks the most difficult to prepare for? Um, honestly, we play we play a good quarterback every week, and. You know, I've always said that that no two players are the same. You know, a great example being when we have Jason and, and Devin here in our building. They're identical twins. Um, they're from the fantastic institution of Rutgers. And, you know, even those two guys, they're not they're not the same. So I've I've learned that and I'll never go back on on my opinion that no two players are the same. No two players, you know, play the same style same have the same attributes so um everybody's different and everybody's hard to prepare for relative to to their skill sets thanks thank you also talked with patriots de facto offensive coordinator matt patricia as he gets set to either start brian hoyer or potentially mac jones in this big game against the packers hey matt how are you good chris how you doing good um this week and kind of more generally when you are you know you have a quarterback and you're trying to utilize their strengths you're looking at the the opposition and you have an identity with an offense how do you kind of mold those things in other words if, if Brian is a quarterback this week he has different strengths than obviously Mac would so how do you go about trying to kind of put things together to have success uh in any given week 
Yeah, you know, I think we've we've started that process really going back to the spring and trying to, um, you know, put together an offense that certainly, um, you know, fits the players that we have and not only just at the quarterback position, but uh, the skill players, the offensive line, the type of run game that we want to have. And I think, um, you know, we keep that core, you know, foundation in place. That's really where it's got to start with that. Um, certainly the quarterback position is a critical one. And, um, you know, we'll just do the best we can to put a game plan together um, to get ready for a really good Green Bay defense. I mean, these guys are very stout up front. Uh, very good in coverage. Um, you know, they got some big guys across the board that we're going to have to deal with. And I think that's really the place where we got to start is, you know, what are the things that they do well and, you know, what's our best chances to try to have success against them and and then put the strengths that the players that we have on offense, uh, wherever that may be, in, into motion. Turnover is obviously an issue against the Ravens. What did you see there and how could you guys do a better job of, of obviously completing passes and, uh, and holding on to the football? Yeah, you know, I think um, you're exactly right. I think um, through the first three weeks of the season, one of the things that you know we're really trying to do through the month of September is, is to improve in, in different areas. And I think offensively, uh, we've been able to get better uh, in a lot of areas through the first three weeks. But certainly, you know, that last stat that you just talked about, the turnover situation was really the difference for us. You know, and we've got to do a better job um, of making sure that we take care of the football. And that's everybody. You know, we really put a stress on on everybody. Uh, you know, it's all of our responsibilities on the field to make sure that we're, we're doing a great job of it and we practice it and we put a point of emphasis on it. And I think that um, you know, it's an opportunity for our guys to see that on tape this past weekend, understand what happened and and get it fixed and get it corrected as we go forward. So, um, you know, just got to get a uh, got to get, you know, some work at that this week and understand that, you know, as you put stuff on tape here for the first set of weeks of, of the season, um, you know, other teams are going to see that. So we, we've got to do an even better job than just talking about it. we got to go do it. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Here's Troy Brown on playing in Green Bay. Hey, Troy, back in. Yeah. Uh, 06, you played at, at Lambeau last time for you. Um, what would you describe playing at Lambeau being like from a, 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 a player's perspective? Uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic uh, atmosphere to be in, first of all. I think every player should embrace being able to go back to one of the, you know, last standing stadiums of uh, of the old days. So um, everything there pretty much still looks the same as as it did years and years years ago. And I just think it's a great place that, that any player in the league should embrace when they go there and uh, to have opportunity to play us. We don't get through that very often here as, as, as from New England, uh, being different divisions and everything. But, you know, when you have an opportunity to play there, you should, uh, you know, just take the moment in and enjoy it and go out there and play well. And don't get intimidated by, you know, being in being up in uh, in Green Bay and playing in, like I said, one of the, one of the historic stadiums in the league. Obviously, here in Boston, we have Fenway, and for fans and players, they'll talk about like, you just have a different feeling when you go into a place that has that type of history. Is that what it's like for you as well, where you can just kind of feel the past because all the the remnants of the past are kind of still around you? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you want to put it that way, yes, that's, that's one way you can put it. You know, obviously, like I said, they, they keep everything there pretty much, uh, you know, like it was I mean, 30 years ago when I came into the league. So it's just uh, not much changes with the stadium, not much changes with the town. And, you know, it's just one of those one of those things that, you know, a really small town has a, you know, billion dollar corporation playing football in it, you know, and it's just uh, places pretty much owned by the town and the fans. And, you know, you just don't, uh, you know, it's just not, there's not another, another, another sports team that has that type of, uh, 
ownership or you know that that type of atmosphere when it comes to the town or the stadium or just the you know just the whole history of the whole place the Patriots offense turnovers huge problem and ball security overall you look at the game against the Ravens this is a game the Patriots should have won but Mac Jones throws three picks Patriots give it away once on a fumble they also fumbled three other times other than that they're able to recover I talked with Kendrick Bourne one of the culprits about that topic do you feel like focus is kind of you know the issue for your group for the group offensively because it feels like the momentum is there you guys are building you score you face adversity well but there's these little hiccups here and there yeah I, well, I really think it's about executing I don't think it's a lack of focus it's more just seeing what they're doing and uh, making the right play uh, you know it's it's just tough you know situations happen but the more we can limit the mistakes the better so uh, that's what I would say just limiting what we're doing wrong and more of just being conservative if we got to take the check down or if we got to run the ball just doing what we need to do that they're not like taking advantage of us there aren't more victories in this organization but i mean you guys hadn't put points on the scoreboard do you feel like this is a step forward for the offense collectively yeah i mean i think every time you take a loss you know you get to evaluate you know your whole team so you get to see who's who operates how and you know, everybody's different. You know, it's different when you win. So when you lose, it's it's more to evaluate. So I think we can learn a lot from this game. Talked a little bit earlier about Jonathan Jones and the impact that he has had stepping in as a Patriots outside cornerback, played in the slot in the past. Hey, Jonathan, after you know, two really solid weeks to start the season, I'm just interested in how you feel about the Ravens game kind of from, you know, a whole standpoint. Do you feel like it was – a step backwards for you guys? Do you feel like it was just a couple plays here and there? Um, I'm, I feel like we were in the game, you know. I feel like we've been in every game we've been in this year, um, had an opportunity. Um, and in this league, that's kind of all you want, you know, is an opportunity to be in the game, um, an opportunity to win. So I definitely feel like, you know, in every game we've been in, we've made enough plays uh, to come out, you know, with the win. Uh, we just didn't have enough points and didn't stop, you know, the other teams from scoring, you know, too many points. So uh, we definitely made enough plays. And I, like I said, I wouldn't say there's any regression or, um, you know, from the team. I just think there's, you know, definitely more plays that need to be made and more stops that need to be made. On film, what did you see in the red zone specifically? It's an area of, of strength for you in the first couple of games. And obviously they were able to convert each time uh, in, in this one. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the emphasis we put in. You know, we weren't able to stop them. You know, get down there, you want to stop them to get them the field goals. Um, they were able to punch the ball in, you know, every time they got down there. And that's just something, you know, it's not going to be a good winning game plan for us. And it's something we've got to correct moving forward. Get back to the Ravens game for a second. Lamar Jackson is unbelievable. And that was on display in this contest. I talked with Lamar post game. I want to win. Like I told y'all last week. When someone asked me like a similar question, I just want to win. By doing that, I just got to do what I do, play Lamar football. What was your mindset after they took the lead to start the second half? It seemed like things changed a lot for you in the game at that point. You started making plays on a pretty consistent basis. We got to score too. We got to respond back. You know, because um, last week when Miami started scoring, you know, they went on that run. I think we put up three points. And I wasn't having that. Like, none of us on offense was having that. You know, this game, it was like, we're going to respond back as well, you know, because they were doing a great job on their offense, Patriots was. And, you know, we, we felt like we had to do the same thing. You know, our defense came alive. They went to doing what they do, playing Raven football. It seemed like that you guys did a better job of running pass protection. In yeah, the, I, uh, yeah. yeah. What happened there and what adjustments did you guys make? Uh, like I said, you know, um, I, 
our rookie lineman on Flele, you know, he was getting used to the game. You know, he wasn't expecting he would have to just get in there and play left tackle for someone else. Um, he got in and, you know, he started executing. You know, he got his got his feet wet, got out there and started doing what he was doing. Um, Mo went doing his thing. Uh, Zeit, uh, our other rookie, our center, um, Tyler, um, and, and Ben Powers. You know, they were just doing a terrific job. You know, everybody was locked in. You know, they was determined as well, more than um, the skill guys. So, you just shout out to my lineman. Here's Patriot Special Teams Captain Matthew Slater on where things sit with the Pats heading into game number four in week four. Patriots one and two taking on the Packers 425 on Sunday. You Sometimes after you go through film, you'll have a different feeling than r- directly after the game or during the game. And I'm curious, is this one of those games or did what you see on film kind of you know, equate to the disappointment that you mentioned you expressed just kind of initially um, after participating in the game? Probably feel worse after having just watched it uh, a couple hours ago. I mean, we just did so many things to not give ourselves a chance to finish the game uh, the right way. There's so many, you know, non-winning football plays from everyone. So it's very disappointing. And if you're a competitor, I mean, that's something that really sticks with you. So um, let's hope we can use that as motivation for the week and try to avoid a repeat of that uh, in, in Green Bay. And just on injuries, what generally do you find in your experience is the reaction, you know, to injuries the week after or the first week that you're without a significant player for for teammates? Is there kind of a galvanizing effect initially where everybody feels like they have to you know, do a little bit more? How generally do you feel that teams respond to um, these types of situations? You know, I think that's always varied. Um, you know, every team takes on a different identity and is different in its own way. So I wouldn't say that there's been a consistent, we handle injuries a certain way. Uh, I think all 15 teams that I've been a part of have been different. And, um, you know, I, I hope that um, we'll rally together if if guys have to miss time, just like we did. Look, we were playing without some significant players yesterday and guys had to step up and, and be ready to go. So that's part of being a professional. It's it's obviously all of our, I think if you ask anyone, it's our least favorite part of the game is, is seeing guys get hurt and not being able to go out there and play the game that they love. So, um, you know, we'll just take things day by day and, and see how it goes this week. Another day by day reference from the Patriots. Can you believe it? That time, Matthew Slater. Let's head now back into the locker room and talk with Patriot safety, Jabril Peppers. Just your takeaways from this game on the defensive side of the football. What do you like? What do you guys have to do better? Um, you know, I liked our aggressiveness, our pursuit to the ball. You know, we had them bottled up in the first half, but, you know, we got to. We got to tackle better. We got to read our keys a little better, and we got to minimize the, the explosive plays. You know, that's an explosive team, but you know, we got to do a good job minimizing the explosive plays. Yeah, what changed in the second half? Because it felt like you guys were keeping them in the pocket. You were getting to the quarterback. Dietrich was at three sacks in the first half. Did they make an adjustment, or was it just a guy that good, you're not going to keep him contained for that long? I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. Um, but like I said, man, we got to – we just had to do a better job of, you know, gap integrity, um, you know, keeping them in the pocket. Um, you know, his athleticism speaks for itself, but, you know, I think we got to do a better job reading our keys and, you know, keeping them bottled up. What did you see, you know, in some of the goal line situations where they're able to, to convert? 
Like I said, all in all, we just got to do a better job of just reading our keys and, you know, make the plays when they come to us. 